Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to this edition of the Succeed in AMP. This is going to be a fun solo show and I've experimented with doing these a couple of times. But today what we're going to do is I'm going to actually walk you through the top 10 creative ways that you can use anatomy and physiology revealed. I thought it would be fitting since it is the 15th year anniversary of Anatomy and Physiology Revealed. We do a show like this, so what I'll preface this by saying is I won't catch every possible use. So if you have one that you love, we'd love to hear about that. So feel free to email that in. But these are some of the 10 things that have come to us over the years, how people have utilized the product. I know one of the major sources of this information has been Dr. Michael Cote, who uh, works with us here on staff. And then a number of other people like Greg Reeder, Steve Sullivan, Bill Hoover, Nahal Awadala, and many, many more in terms of your suggestions. And I really appreciate you guys bringing those in. So here's number one. And this is not in chronological order either. But you can use Anatomy and Physiology Revealed as a digital anatomy atlas. So we all know that anatomy atlases are out there. They're printed. Uh, I would say, you know, I'm a fan of that methodology, but in the digital world for today's student, APR fits that bill very well. And it can be used as a student resource. And I think the benefit of a digital product over the print is the students can enter the search box very quickly and find the specific structures that they're looking for. So if it's the buccinator or maybe a bicep muscle, something like that, they can type that into the search bar, immediately get their responses, click on that structure, and they're off to the races. And then I think the other thing too that worth uh, mentioning here is the version of APR that's available today, version 3.2, is able to be run on mobile devices. So you can run it on a phone, a tablet, it's HTML. And I think that's one of the things that really makes it appealing for a laboratory situation and many other things. So number two is you can use anatomy and physiology revealed for recorded lectures or demonstrations. So I've seen faculty use anatomy and physiology revealed with Tegrity, which is a McGraw-Hill product. I've also seen screencasting with Camtasia, and the software can be used to create recorded lectures, tutorials that'll examine, for example, the spatial relationships between anatomical structures. And then I would say this is an alternative to using a static PowerPoint image to explain complex topics. And instructors, you can also create recorded demonstrations that can be played at different stations during your lab time, or they can be used as dissection instructions and courses where you have a, a heavy dissection component. And then the instructors, you can also assign students in small groups to create recorded screencasts that will use APR to explain certain topics. And I've also seen many creative ways if you just Google Anatomy and Physiology Revealed Tour or something like that. I can't remember the exact search terms, but I saw a ton of different uh, resources where faculty are taking Anatomy and Physiology Revealed, recording their session with that, pushing that out to their students, and then using that as kind of a good engagement um, opportunity. So that would be number two. Okay, number three, you can use Anatomy and Physiology Revealed as a pre-lab activity or a self-study tool. So as an example, you can tell students to study certain modules within a given body system before lab in order to make sure that you're better prepared for your lab objectives. Uh, so using it as a pre-lab I think is really effective. And then one of the other features that you have at your availability as an instructor is to customize or create a customized structure list for your students and what I love about this feature, and I'm going to give you a simple example. Let's say if I had 10 muscles 
that I wanted my students to know the action, the origin, the insertion, and the innervation for a specific set of muscles. I can load those into my software, push that out to my students, and now that's their customized list. Now, no reason to fear here. Let's say if you all of a sudden at a staff meeting, they come up with 10 extra ones, and now you have a total of 20. You can add those in at any time when you do that. It'll dynamically update to all of your students, which is great. Okay, so there's also a quizzing tab that's available in Anatomy and Physiology Revealed. And I think that's one of the other elements here, number three, of using it as a pre-lab activity. is based on your list of muscles or just everything that's there. Students can go into a couple of different quiz modes, and I think one of the more popular ones is the lab practical option. And this is where the students are going to need to type in exactly what the answers are, mimicking what you're already doing in a lab practical. So... That's another great one, and that's number three. All right, so moving right along here, here's a good one. I love this. Create anatomy and physiology revealed specific assignments and connect. So you can use your connect to build practice, homework, pre-lab, post-lab, or any kind of quiz assignments that you can think of using anatomy and physiology revealed images. If you don't want to do that yourself, you could also take a look at our question bank that's in our course-wide content. And that's going to have just short of a thousand different questions that are going to basically take the imagery and some of the elements of anatomy and physiology revealed, give you a creative option to really drive an assessment you know, with students. And what I like about this is you can actually take that whole methodology and create your own virtual lab assignments. I know virtual labs are it's a hot topic today. A lot of people are wanting to explore those or actually exploring doing those in their labs. And this is another way that APR can facilitate that uh, much easier for you. Now, when you're doing this in Connect, you can assign point values you know, to drive the students into that study tool with APR. You can also edit your questions, your answer choices. And also, there's a feature in Connect that can allow you to enable feedback. Um, so if a student got an answer incorrectly, you can enable the feedback or even some hints to help them along you know, with their learning. And I think the, the thing that's really beneficial for that is students can really learn from some of the uh, errors or the mistakes that they're making before they get to the lab or in their lecture setting. And if you don't like the terminology or maybe uh, there might be some structures that you want to see represented differently in terms of what they're called, that's an area where you can definitely edit those questions and the distractors within Connect and modify it to your specific course. And then one thing worth noting too, one great feature of our pooling uh, feature in Connect is really great. So if you ever have an issue where, let's say you wanted to deploy 100 questions on a quiz, and we have 300 that are available, you can basically select all 300 and then tell the system to randomly select 100 for each student and make sure that they're different. It's a great way to get uh, rid of some of the cheating issues that might be out there you know, in your classes, or you, you think might be there anyway. Okay, so number five, going down the list here, we're about half time here, APR for active learning. So you can take your Connect assignments utilizing APR images, and one of the suggestions that has come to us is to use that whole setting where you set up small groups and activity-based um, type things in the lecture and lab, and you take a situation where you're going to take those APR images, 
match them with your connect questions, and then really kind of create a scenario where you're going to have your students work in groups and do creative things like the one suggested here is a scavenger hunt. And I love this. This is something that we do for all of our events here at McGraw-Hill. And we'll create a scavenger hunt where if we have new instructors that have never used APR before, we'll give them a list of terms or views, and they go into the product. They find them. They either answer questions or take a screenshot or save the image of what they're finding in APR and then send that in for points. You could mimic that, mimic that activity in any of your classes, and it's a great, great suggestion. And I believe that one came uh, through from Dr. Michael Cote, and really appreciate that one. Okay, number six. One of the best features, I think, of Anatomy of Physiology Revealed, and I think all of them are wonderful, by the way, is the fact that you can take any dissection, x-ray, histology image area that you're in, and you can save the imagery from that. And you can either copy and paste it into a PowerPoint. You can do that with a Word document, Excel documents, really anything that will manage a document for you in terms of an image. And what I see over and over again is students are doing this very frequently with the product. And what they're doing is they're you know, taking that for notes reasons. They'll also create their own quizzes, um, really study guides and different things like that using the product. And it's a very creative way you know, to take the anatomy and physiology revealed and the imagery that's in there and get more out of it for your students. And one thing that I see students do a lot when they do that is they're actually printing these out um, using them, like I mentioned, as a study guide. And they can also create their own study materials, which I think really invests the students in that learning experience, which is great. Okay, number seven. All right, so I've seen this one actually live in use. You can take your anatomy and physiology revealed, and as long as you have an online connection, you can actually access that through a tablet. And I've seen instructors actually do this where they actually have a tablet in their laboratory and while the students are looking at anatomical models or cadavers if you have them or we do have a cat version or a fetal pig version of anatomy and physiology revealed, you can actually go through and have this online version there in the lab where students are going to be actually working physically with a specimen and then also going back and looking at what it looks like digitally and getting the information that they need in terms of all the related structural information and really just learning that way and it's a really fun, creative way to get more out of the product. And I love, love, love that suggestion. Okay, number nine, or sorry, it's gonna be eight. I'm moving it around here because I, I wanna save the best for last. Um, so if I were to say number eight now is Anatomy and Physiology Revealed can be used with the workbook that we publish here at McGraw-Hill. So that's uh, actually authored by Bob Broyles, good friend of mine. Bob, if you're listening, hello, how are you doing? Hope you're doing great. Um, wonderful, wonderful gentleman. Uh, but Bob did this lab manual or workbook for us where you can actually use it as a printed uh, source to drive your students into anatomy and physiology revealed, answer questions, learn more about animations, and different things like that. It's a great uh, one-two punch that you have if you want to see digital and print together, really excelling. And what I love about this, too, is it's a really nice option if you want to have a self-paced guide for your students. And it's a great way to also extend what they're already doing in the lab, which is wonderful. So I'm going to move this around. That's going to be number eight. Number nine, which uh, is really kind of a fun one here, is you can get really creative with anatomy and physiology revealed with social media. And I've seen a lot of this over the years. So I'll see students and instructors take images, post those online, and do like mini discussion boards. Um, 
And what you're going to be doing when you do that is there's a save image feature that we have within the product. And I've also seen some creative uses as an example. If you're a Twitter user, check out the handle student help for AP. And what you're going to find on that Twitter handle is a lot of uh, good dialogue back and forth between an instructor running that Twitter handle and getting questions from students. I know that particular handle ran some informational things during the Super Bowl. Really fun, creative way to do that. And then I know MSU Anatomy is another source for a good Twitter handle that uses a lot of the imagery. And there are other ones out there, certainly. And I'm going to save the best for last, at least in terms of mentioning it. My suggestion to you would be be creative with this product. And one of my favorite examples, and I'm going to give a shout out to one of my near and dear friends, Dr. Greg Reeder down in Florida. He did an awesome thing where he created some PowerPoint resources that we later now have published nationally, where he'll take Anatomy and Physiology Revealed, and he'll do two things. He'll take some of the views out of there, and he'll correlate that to a textbook. So what I love about that is, as an example, um, we had one where Greg used Saladin, and he had an image from Saladin, so you could see what Ken Saladin and his artists, uh, they rendered an aspect of the human body. And then right beside it, you had the anatomy and physiology revealed cadaver image. And what was awesome about that is on the PowerPoint, you could see where the inferior, inferior vena cava, as an example, was on the cadaver. And then you could also look at what the artist's rendition of that was in the textbook. And it was amazing. It was a great learning opportunity for that instructor to present, obviously. But then also now we've kind of morphed that into you know, some other things that we're using, like the practice atlas for AMP. So I want to give a shout out to that. That was one thing that Greg did. Then the other thing that he did was he kind of zeroed in and, and set aside some images that would be very difficult to find in the laboratory. So one of the ones I personally like is the hyoid bone. And that's just for the obvious reason that that bone usually gets lost or forgotten or, or moved somewhere. So that's one example. You have the trigeminal nerve and many, many more where you can see those in APR, but if you're in a cadaver, it's very difficult to do that. Wonderful, wonderful um, illustration of using APR creatively from Dr. Reeder. And then the other thing that I love that he did is he's got a bunch of slides all over his product uh, that he did for us in terms of the PowerPoints, where you're gonna be able to see the relationships between certain structures. So one that I love that he did is he's got a side-by-side -side where you can see the thalamus and the hypothalamus all on one slide. And then he's got another one where you can see all the different int intricate structures of the upper respiratory tract. And it's just amazing. So that would be my number 10 here for you guys, is be creative. And certainly if you're thinking about this and you have a suggestion for us, send those in if you will. My email address is james.connelly at mheducation. We would really love to hear from you that way. And also if you have enhancement things that you wanna see, in Anatomy and Physiology Revealed, send those along. And if you like this show and the show format and you want to see more of that moving forward into the future, uh, feel free to let us know. And also, if you're kind enough, if you could do a review on iTunes, Stitch, or Spotify, or wherever you're consuming your podcasts, we really appreciate that. And this is Jim Conley signing off for this edition of the Succeed in AMP. Thank you for listening.